Welcome to another episode of The Natrix. <laughs> I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this week? So yeah, fucking man. good. Totally yeah. good. <laughs> was that your Neo? Yeah, that's Is the that best what I could do. <laughs> what? Wait, her, hold on. It was her Neo. What? It was more just Keanu Reeves generic than Neo specific. Okay. It's not okay. good. It's not good. I, I didn't say that. I said it. Well, okay. I can't buy it. That's the uh, Alex right. guarantee. It was not good. No, I got it. I got it though. I think like, you got it that... contextually. I don't think you got it because of what I did. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So we read. Another Saddle Club book. Boy, did we. Hell yeah. Hell we, yeah. we read number two. This one's called Horse Shy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened in it. So basically, what you need to take away from the beginning is that Veronica sucks. Veronica was riding her horse, which was, dang it, I've forgotten the name. Hang on, Cobalt. Cobalt. I got there. Yep. Uh, she was riding Cobalt, and she was... Galloping in and galloped into a jump and Max was like, hey, don't do that. And it's like, whatever. Okay. And then the group all gets together. Like all the kids get together and they go on the mountain trail ride, the overnight mountain trail ride that, that they were all talking about in book one. And I don't know, nothing really important happens there. But then we get back from the mountain trail ride and then Carol has to go out of town with her dad because her dad's a colonel in the Marines. And then they come back. And immediately, she's like, hmm, I want to go see Cobalt, because Cobalt's like her favorite horse. It's not the horse that she rides, it's Veronica's horse, but she always takes care of Cobalt and stuff, because Veronica can't be bothered, because it's not a rich kid. So, before Carol can go check in on Cobalt, Carol gets a phone call from Stevie that she has to immediately come down to the stable. And so she gets her dad, and they head down to the stable, and when she gets there, she sees that there's an ambulance and two vets, and... Two vets is bad, because she knows what two vets means. It means that one of the horses needed to be put down. Uh, apparently, Veronica did the same mess that she did that Max told her not to do, and was galloping in and jumped the horse, and it broke the horse's leg, and there was nothing they could do with the horse, so they had to put the horse down. Uh, which, of course, this destroys Carol, and Carol is never going to, to ride the horses again. And all this while, there's this whole, like, B story about how Max, which is the guy that runs Pine Hollow Stables, they're trying to figure out what his grandfather was like. So Stevie and Lisa are working on this the whole time. And then they finally get the story about what Max's, who they call Max first, Max's grandfather was like, and it turns out he was super boring. So they decide to make up a bunch of other stories about him. While Carol is recovering at home from her, recovering might be, the well, we'll say recovering, uh, from her emotional trouble, which is that she'd lost this horse. 
uh, she goes and talks to Max's mother-in-law, who, uh, or is it Max's mother? It's Max's mother, right? The granddad was the father-in-law. Uh, and she tells her some stories that makes her feel a little bit better and see how there's a lot more that she needs to do. And just because this one horse is gone does not mean that she needs to to stop her life with horses. Uh, and while she's there, she gets given a cat and they name the cat Snowball, even though the cat's black. And I thought that was cute. Then come to find out her horse, which she had been riding, was Delilah. Because remember, she couldn't ride Cobalt because Cobalt belonged to Veronica. She thinks that Delilah is going to get sold, so she's going to have to ride a different horse. It turns out that Delilah is not only not going to get sold, Delilah is pregnant. And this comes back to there was only one horse that could have been the father, and it was Cobalt before he died. So now she's really involved with the idea of taking care and watching this horse that is the child of her favorite horse. And she's back involved with horses. And she's going to ride a horse named Diablo. And I think I covered all the important points. I probably missed some stuff in there. But I think you got everything you really needed to. Like the whole mountain trail overnight thing wasn't really a thing. (laughs) Everything important happened here happened in the back half. And I stand by what I said about how these books are very good at explaining stuff to non-horse people um they're they're really good about working that in the one thing that stands out that these books are not good at is writing dialogue for children how old are these children (laughs) when carol is talking to her dad i'm like you are a 30 year old person i'm like i don't understand this this is not a child this is not a child that's talking but i'm slightly more invested I don't know why it's death. Why why does death make us more invested in story? <laughs> I was about I to say, <laughs> yeah, no. somebody died, now yeah. Tim is in. I have to see what happens. And they have Carol. to die on camera for you to care yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they yeah. die off camera, it's nothing. Yeah. It means yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. But it it is sad. It was sad when, when Cobalt. Cool. Yeah. Because Cobalt didn't have to go. Cobalt no. went because people. And I'll admit, when I started reading this book and they started yeah. talking about Cobalt, I was like, oh, man, yeah, Cobalt dies in this series. I wonder when that's going to happen. Oh, that's no. going to be upsetting. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It was now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was It was right now. Yeah. But I am by the end of it, I was like, well, I have to, I'm guessing that book three is going to be the birth of that, that next horse. So I'm hooked. I'm in. Let's go. I Let's go find so. out. Yeah. I mean, that's a few months, so it, it didn't scale oh, you don't months. Just, no, it didn't? Yeah, I guess this one didn't. Between one and okay. two, no. So, it was like a couple so we'll of weeks. So we'll have a couple of books until, or a few books until until that horse gets born, huh? Okay. I think at least one okay. that I remember. Well, that's fine. I'm in for it. We can go. We can do it. Just like Carol, Tim is in it for the full now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Here until that baby mm-hmm. horse is born. Yeah, the the whole like overnight thing. Like by the time I finished the book, I was like, I don't even know why we did that. So you but, can experience the magic of deer. I don't know. So Veronica could give us candy. I don't. I don't know. That was a thing. It was really only to set up the plot beats of like Veronica repeatedly not taking care of her horse and then riding recklessly, and Delilah was acting slightly weird, and that was it. And yeah, that could have happened. True. 
anywhere. That's true. And they did they did have a moment where they talked about how uh there was another horse that had a had a foal and you couldn't like didn't want anything to do with people anymore. It was mm-hmm. just about protecting the foal. So you couldn't go near the foal and you couldn't go mm-hmm. near that horse. So I guess they they worked that kind of stuff in there too. I love that like instead of giving that horse any sort of time to you know get over shit um they just yeah, sold her yeah. and the baby it's like i can retrain them like yeah. what yeah just give her a little time to feel confident in the, the area yeah no. <laughs> make that horse feel safe oh weird um but i i posit that the entire beginning of like the trail ride and the mountain retreat and all that shit um that that was to introduce a new character that is extremely prescient for while we're recording, probably not when this comes out. Well, maybe. Oh, Still. right. Um. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. The the brand new character. Adam. Tim. Adam Levine. You, yes. Yeah, Adam yes. Levine. <laughs> I did notice this. I was like, this was written in 1988. <laughs> she knew we were going to be reading it right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> So oh my when I God. first looked at the name and I was like, that's a familiar name. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the name again and I was like, no, no, no. I know this name. I know this name. And then I finally put it together that I had read it. Oh, I don't know. A few seconds before. Do you, do you know what it <laughs> yeah. took for me? Going back to Twitter and seeing the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, like, yeah, because oh, I was right, like, Adam Levine, I must have read his name in this series before. That's why it's familiar to me. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, uh, canonically, the same Adam Levine. Yeah, obviously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. based on timeline. I'm pretty sure if you, that's like a one for one if you line those up. <laughs> no, no, no. No, he'd be like 10 in this. How old was Adam Levine in this? This kid is oh, a little man. bit older. Well, that was a whole other question I had. When when Carol was, was talking to her dad, I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I remember how old they actually are. I'm sure they told us in the first book, but I think they're like yeah. 12, 13. Yeah, they said Not 12 a, in the book. And and she's sitting there having yeah. a whole back and forth making fun of her dad for dating somebody else. And I was her like, Her mom this died is... months earlier. Also, yeah. Her mom died six months ago. I understand that like everybody gets over shit at a different rate and that she was probably sick for a long time. I understand. I get it. Six months no. though. It was six months. It's been like, six this months. Thirty year old daughter talking to her fifty year old dad. This child cannot. Is, is the yeah, way I read it. Or that's the way that it came across. Oh yeah, and especially like the weird, like Colonel Handsome banter. Yeah, it was very awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she has several awkward conversations with grown adult people, um, including Max. Yeah, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the way that. He is written at all. Creeps me the fuck out. Don't want it anymore. Can we just talk about Mr. Thompson? Yeah. Creepy Mr. Thompson. Like, okay, like, just just out of context, right? Not even, like, involving in the story. We're just going to tell you what happened with Mr. Thompson. Mr. Thompson walks up to two 12 or 13-year-old girls at the library and says, Hey, take me across the street and buy me a soda. And I'll tell you all the information you want if you buy me a soda. And I was like, okay, I understand what we're doing here. And I understand that this is probably a trustworthy human being because it fits the narrative of the books. But this is awful. <laughs> like, no, don't go with him. 
And the fact that the librarian just, and again, you're right. This is in the context of the book. He was fine. That librarian didn't say, um, no girls, actually, we're not going to go to there with Mr. Thompson. We're going to yeah. sit here. Yeah. He can yeah. tell you everything he needs to right, right here. Right here. You are not going to go to a second location with the strange man. And you are not going to spend all your money buying him a, no. Like, yeah, that's the I other like, thing. He should have yeah. bought them the same right. as their children's right. Yeah. And I was like, he probably made up every uh-huh. bit of that. He's like, you want to know about who? And they were like, Max the first. Oh, yeah, I knew him. Come buy me a soda. And well, I'm like, no. Like, they're like, what was he like? Oh, he was boring. That's all he said. Yeah. He didn't give them any, any information. Yeah. I fucking love it. And a jerk. He, I mean, he, he didn't say that. He just said that he was strict yeah, and like, whatever. Like, but I, I read between lines. All the habits. All it's the habits asshole. that Max has were born out of this guy, and he was like way stricter than Max's, and they already said that Max is strict. So um, no, no. yeah, no talking to the horses because they can't understand yeah. English, except for the fact that in the next line, except the, the words of English what? that they understand and are trained to respond to, <laughs> right? Are you okay, mm, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> so dumb. So, so dumb. I also think that my opinion of current Max is like really tainted by the where where, where are they? Where yeah. where they're in Virginia, I, right? Okay, I they're assumed in Virginia. they were in Virginia. They are but in then Virginia. They kept talking about San Francisco for a minute there, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. When they were talking about where the original wow. Max was, he was there for the earthquake in San Francisco because oh, he was. Oh, he was okay. from there, right? Like his his Irish Im- immigrant parents lived there and then moved okay. back across okay. the country. But they are in fucking Virginia, and then Max does this dumbass Southern accent when he's yeah. talking about Carolina, North <laughs> yeah. Carolina, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like you you have this accent. Tell me you don't. Yeah. Yeah. But we do that. Though. Oh my god! Right, we do do that in Southern states. Like we told Tim, I have never once made fun of another Southern states accent because I have this. Oh, I do it all the time. I make fun of Alabama. Oh, and Mississippi, you also make fun of Appalachians. I do. So, but I do. you are one. No, I am. I constantly make fun of other, and I think that's born out of college football. If I'm being honest, oh, but yeah, that's okay. where that originated. But well, what was his horses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe met a really rude guy from North Carolina one time. Just holding that North Carolina. <laughs> Fuck off. We don't take ours out of the center of words. It's off the end, you dumb cunt. Oh, my God. If anything, we add ours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying, until I was like 13, I thought that the word was wash. I don't think that's a Southern thing. Like a wash rag. That's not a Southern thing. Really? Yeah, that's. Parents would say wash. A ton of Northern people say that. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice. I feel better about it. I like like that it's not so um, local. No, yeah. I I don't think that one came from here. No, it probably came from another country, and we just kept it. (laughs) as with all things yeah now i'm gonna have to google warsh 
Yeah, I thought that was, honestly, I thought that was a Northeastern. Might be. Like a New England kind of thing. Oh, no, it's like a Deep South thing, too. Even, the Urban Dictionary even says it's a Southern take on the verb to wash. <sighs> See, I knew people from, from not around here, from, like, Northern states that said that. That's, yeah, I've grown up with saying that just as kind of like a sweet, I don't know, just doing a fun thing. Oh, okay. All right. Appalachia, Midland, Ozarks, and Northern Ireland. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, sweet. So all those places that we just talked about? Yeah, yeah. every single one of them. <laughs> yep, nice, nice, nice. I just I just wanted um, at least five more pages of those kittens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you read, oh, I don't know if your version of the, did y'all have the same version of the book as me? I have the Kindle version. Okay. Did you have the little blurb in the back about how to uh, become a gold medal writer? No. Probably not. How do I do it? I've been dying to know. This, this. No. This little bit right here. I don't right have here. that. Okay. No. So I read all okay. of that. And it had a bunch of, like, actual professional equestrian athletes. What? That have ridden in the Olympics. And it was, like, their quotes on how to become an Olympic rider. So I know how now. I, I've got Shit. the secret. And you're just not going to so share I'm about it with to the go rest? Do it. Well, no, fine. Hell no. No, you want to know what? You don't want to. <laughs> Rude. The majority of them said. Get good. They said, if you, <laughs> they said, if you want to be an Olympic rider, don't try to be an Olympic rider is basically what it was. They're like, don't set that as one of your goals. Set being as good as you can be as one of your goals. And then that will happen along the way if it's going to happen. That's a super nice way to um, say like, oh, honey, you don't have the money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, One of them said that it was like a two weekend competition. And she just went home in the middle of it while everybody else stayed to train. And, like, everybody else wore themselves out for the second weekend. So she came back and swept the competition. Fine. Here's how to get a gold yeah, medal. Yeah. Oh, my Go God. No. Yeah. That's what that's, so they were like. Don't, don't watch some TV. Don't worry. Chill out. Don't stress yeah. about it. Don't be so fucking high strung. The Olympics. No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they played them naked for hundreds of years. What are we even doing here? Yeah. They played them. They there. did originally. They did. Yeah. It's just something about that sentence. Like uh, that's going to be my response when I can't, <laughs> you know, like something I can't can't fix or change, or it's out of my sphere of influence. I'll be like, I don't know. They played them naked, and then just walk away. <laughs> I hope you do that in like the context of not people that yeah. are in would know <laughs> would know, would understand. Like, would have heard this. Just do it at work one day. I don't know. They played them naked. (laughs) Walk off. And everybody at work is like, do we need to talk about Tim? (laughs) What would be even better would be if that all happens, Tim walks away. They're like, do we need to talk about him? And then one person's like, I swear I heard it on this podcast once. Never connecting. (gasps) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That is my dream, by the way, is to have somebody talk to me about one of my podcasts and not realize that I am on the podcast. That is my absolute, like, ultimate goal i'm just be like yeah that's that sounds really cool i like that that's i should listen to that at some point <laughs> i want that very badly now <laughs> right <laughs> or have a conversation with somebody about a podcast that they're on but talking about a different character that they voice fuck off tim 
Some of us have already done that. We've lived that dream. It's a nightmare. Tim and see how many people I can entice into the conversation to talk to Tim about a character he didn't play and just play it off like yeah. I think Tim's playing that character. I wasn't, I didn't even, oh, God damn it. I didn't even think that this person played that character. I was just drunk <laughs> talking. You were just having a thought and you shared it and it's his fault for not being better. This is what I'm going with. No, what? No, no, no. That is, nope. That is not the takeaway. We are, nope, no. You know what? Absolutely you know what? not. You know what, guy? Do, do better. better. Do better. That's what I do better. Do better. I, okay, legitimately, if that person did better, oh my God. The the global takeover. I can't See, imagine. Push okay, that anyway. To that Olympics. We're not talking about it. Right now, what we're doing is we're helping somehow. Okay. <laughs> so, have we told the story about Scott? Which one? Alex's which, husband, which, Scott? No, no, not which Scott. Which, about, which story? <laughs> about Alex's husband, Scott, telling the professional oh equestrian God. athlete that oh, he needs to do oh better. <laughs> I don't know if we have it so good. Do you want me to tell that story? Yes. Uh, oh, yes, I do. Because it's he, fantastic. Would he be okay with you telling care. that story? I he think said he it to would. His face. Yeah. What, what damage could I yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we were at Rolex, the premier five star event for eventers in the U.S. And uh, Boyd Martin, who I think gets bullied every year there, was one of the riders. He came in. Scott looked this up the other day. I thought it was third. Apparently, it was fifth. I don't know. But, like, out of like 40 some odd 50 riders, he did very good at the most prestigious event that we have in the United States for eventers. And afterwards, we were walking towards the stadium and they're like not cordoned off. The barns are like kind of behind you. With, so like we're walking between where the barns are in the stadium. Boyd Martin just comes walking past casually. Casual, cool. Literally just got off his horse in the arena to do whatever. And as we're going past him, Scott looks over and he goes, hey, do better. And then just keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> to the man's face. This is this guy has ridden in the Olympics for Team USA multiple times. He's won. I can't imagine having the confidence <laughs> to just be like, you need yeah. you need to do better. Yeah. Oh, to anyone. First of all, to anyone. No, hold on, yeah. hold on. Now, have I done it? Let's, I don't remember. Let's. Was I drunk? Let's just change the setting okay. a little bit. We are no longer in the premier eventing okay. event. We are now in a hockey arena, Alex. I <laughs> And a professional NHL athlete happens to walk by. Don't tell me you wouldn't do the same thing. First of all, thing. they have to be on my team because I don't, I don't trash talk the competition. <laughs> but second of all... I will give them breakdown points of what they could have done better. I don't just say it lightly. I'm going to tell them exactly how to improve. Oh, my so God. you think that's where Scott went wrong this time? He should have. Scott's never sat on a horse. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? How is that true? <laughs> You literally I own a horse. I she hates him. I mean, don't <laughs> put him on pony. Oh, well, he died. Well, <laughs> don't don't on. do that. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's never sat on a horse, and uh, he he thinks that he's just gonna say that to Boyd Martin of Team USA. <laughs> did did he even react no, at all? No, oh, he just oh, kept okay. walking. Okay, <laughs> he might have like afterwards, like gone, huh? But like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I know. Uh, I I want a quarter of the confidence. Yeah, any of it, honestly. I I just want it. Wild. It's just wild. <laughs> like what's so fuck? good? I wish I had been there to just be like, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, it was. I didn't know how to react in the moment. It froze me. I was drunk as well in this moment, but it did freeze me. Oh yeah. Like I was like, I uh, I don't know him. I uh-huh. think. <laughs> just take the yeah, ring off throw it at him run know. away <laughs> Ugh, i don't know I can't who this deal is with this situation he put this here though oh. i've heard scott talk about the white socks though i imagine boyd martin's not the only one that would get it <laughs> oh, shit. i mean he did need to do better if he right, wanted right, to win right. so right. he's not, he's not wrong. wrong he's not he wrong. yeah being top five but he wasn't top one, so I could have done better, I guess. <laughs> oh. All right. So since we're talking about mm. eventing, there's something happened in this book. And like I said, these books pretty good at explaining stuff. But I want to go into further detail about how this horse Cobalt hurt himself. All right. Okay. So the explanation we get in the book is that she is coming downhill at a gallop and jumps a fence and lands it, and that horses are not weighted properly to do this. All right, so what's the difference between jumping at a gallop and jumping at a canter? It's, okay, so this whole thing was was fucked, first of all, this whole explanation. Um, so, I like, I'm sorry, do you guys care if I just kind of go off about this whole thing? Okay, sweet. No, oh, no, no please um, do. Yeah, yeah, so this, this was kind of <laughs> fucked. You can... Coming downhill, jumping like that, if you hit a wrong patch of ground, you can break a leg at a canter. The reason that you don't gallop at a fence like that and the reason you have to slow down is all about allowing the horse the best chance to jump and not have a rotational fall. So if you're galloping at a solid object, a fence, whatever, the reason you want to slow the horse down is because if you try to jump from a flat body form, you're trying to dart over it and you're not going to get as big of a bascule or as much clearance over the fence. So you have to slow down to a canter so they can get their legs under them and jump up to clear it. So the main problem when you gallop at a fence and you stay flat and you don't have any sort of collection is the horse will jump and they'll be too low and they'll catch their shoulder and they'll do a rotational fall over it, which is where the horse literally, they hit their shoulder and they tumble on that point. They land their back on top of the rider, rider on the ground. That's the biggest reason why you don't want to gallop at a solid fence. And uh, you I mean, breaking a leg, sure, if you're galloping at a fence, you're already putting more pressure on the legs. It's higher likelihood of that happening. Sure, that's part of it. But the real reason you don't gallop at solid fences is because you will hit them and they don't break. I mean, they do now. Now we have frangible pins and all sorts of things that we're trying to add to fences, trying to make it safer. But that is why you don't do it. So kind of bullshit. Kind of could have happened to anybody. But going downhill, galloping at a fence, you are going to hit it pretty hard. So. Okay, so do you do you buy with the story mm-hmm. beat that because 
of the way she jumped the fence, she caused the accident. I I would buy that with the story beat because the way she jumped the fence was extremely dangerous. It's just the way that it happened with the broken leg. Sure, maybe. Uh, but I wouldn't pin that entirely on her. I would say it was probably like a, a bad landing cause. Like, yeah, sure, maybe by bad riding a little bit, but also probably slipped on the grass or mm-hmm. already had a weakness there or something like that. If she had done a rotational fall galloping at the fence like that, I would say absolutely 100% that was her fault. No, that makes sense. So the the slower pace is just to allow... So that they can get up. They can clear the, it. Yeah, The height, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's sort of like throwing a, a baseball slow... Versus throwing it hard. You get more of an arc with that sort of like softer pitch. You get more room. Yeah, you're allowing for more height. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I can, I can, I can buy that. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was wrong in many ways, but I don't think strictly the way that it happened. I'd blame Veronica solely for the accident. Partially, absolutely. Cause she was riding like a dickhead. And you're going to have an accent when you ride mm-hmm. like a dickhead. That's just how it goes. Did she touch the horseshoe? Probably not. I wondered oh, that. No. I bet she didn't touch the horseshoe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did too. <laughs> so uh, for the everybody who didn't read the book that's listening, uh, they had a horseshoe in the in the stable that you're supposed to touch every time. With you your right hand. And it, Specifically. With your right hand. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be lucky. And they had never had a serious accident. Uh, which she even says is probably because they're just real big on safety there, but it, she also was going to touch that thing every time. I'm assuming she didn't touch it. Nah, nah, she didn't. She's terrible. Mm-hmm. And her dad is terrible. Her dad's worse. Yeah, her dad's yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. When when yeah. you have to when you have to get the snotty rich girl character to explain things to you. About being a good person. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, mm. you're just terrible. Garbage. You're just a garbage character. <laughs> okay, what do we have about horse news? I have um, one that I did for Tim. Because uh, I thought he'd like it. Because uh, it's sports related. So, you know, there's uh, the Cowboys, you know, from Dallas. The sports team. Yes. They won. Yes. No, please describe they them to me. Are blue and white, and they're footballmen. Yes, they are and footballmen. They they play right, with footballmen. the football. I got it. Um, I assume throwing, maybe kicking a little. There's running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's hitting each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. All of these yeah, things yeah. They wear mm-hmm. helmets, and mm-hmm. they call themselves cowboys, which is something because there's no cows or boys or horses. They are, they are bovine they are, born. They are bovine yes. born. They all seem to be strictly human. <laughs> Can't call That's them their cowboys then. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, they won a game, uh, twenty to seventeen. <laughs> I don't care. And here's the okay. part where the horse news comes in. One of their fans okay. was so fucking pumped about that he rode his horse into Walmart and he dressed his horse for the occasion, dyed his okay. tail blue. He is a gray horse, so white and blue, and put a unicorn horn on him. And just rode him into Walmart. Okay. Now, okay. Yeah. Does it? Does it? Does it? Why? Why the unicorn horn first? No. no um. Like why? All, why all of this? 
was there a particular thing about this mm. one victory that made him like this victory is the one where I will unleash my unicorn on just Walmart? Just so excited about it, I guess. And like they interviewed people around him, but it was all like, yeah, he was just taking that some of a bitch around. Some of a bitch like spelled like S-U-M, like some of a bitch. <laughs> like he was just taking that some of a bitch around Walmart. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know why this victory in particular, but like he was just really excited. I guess they're one in one, which seems like 50% to me. So maybe not the horse in Walmart time, but I, I don't know the rules around that other than the legal ones. I do know the legal ones. And that was that you are not allowed to like wrangle ride horses on private property without permission of the owner. So as long as like the store employees, none of them said, Hey, sir, can you leave with your horse? He could legally go there. Allegedly. <laughs> that was what it, that was what was said, but the police did interrogate him afterwards. I don't believe any sort of legal ramifications occurred. They were just like, what, why, why you do this? Okay. So I, I have been inside of many uh, Walmart um, in my time uh, all across the country, and they generally all have the same yeah. floors. And Whoa. the amount of times that I have been wearing a shoe that was quite a, just just a little bit slick and uh, busted my ass inside of the Walmart uh, is, a, is a non-zero sum. Um so why did he take the fucking horse there in there? There was about that too. And it went something along the lines of, it was really good he didn't start freaking out in there because those floors, he just would have been like bing banging around everywhere. Like that was the quote. There was the most unprofessional Exactly. I loved it. So why would you I, do it? I truly Oh my know. God. What a fucking idiot. I don't. The, he's pooping around the foods. Yep. Can we just all, oh. all agree that... They make really good chicken in there. Sorry. Okay. Can we just all agree that that your team being one and one is not a good enough reason to ride your unicorn into Walmart? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Alex, I, I, say no, yes. I, no, <laughs> yeah. I... Okay. My hesitation was not... <laughs> you were contemplating. It was... It was so I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you... unicorn into Walmart sounds like a magical time. That's where I was hung up. It, it does. Yeah. We can all agree that yeah. too, but keep your fucking horse out of Walmart. I have my entire life been an Atlanta Falcons mm -hmm. fan. I will probably be an Atlanta Falcons fan until I die. Mm -hmm. This yeah. has not always okay. been the easiest thing. We don't have to go about no. why. Um, mm -hmm. For those of you that know, just whatever. You know, you know. You um, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say. That there is nothing that would get me to ride a unicorn into Walmart. I can definitely think of the thing that would get me to ride a unicorn into mm -hmm. Walmart. It's not a one-on-one -on -one record. No. It's is not, it a 17 it's to not, 20 gotta, victory? No. 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 Hey, 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 Tim. Yeah. Did you see Matt Ryan's Hall of Fame ball number? God damn it. <laughs> I like that man. So much. <laughs> and I... Uh, I mean, on. what you know are what? the you know fucking what? chances? You know what? You know what? You know what? Do, you, do you know about is this, it, Alex? Is it 69? That's my only guess. Okay. You know what? No, I will no, honestly no, no. take my headphones off right now so you can explain this to Alex. Because you, you just can't I hear can't, it again. I can't hear it again. Okay. Here yeah. we go. Okay. Falcons. Super Bowl against the Patriots, right? 
everything is going great. <laughs> going amazing, actually. It looks like we're going to fucking get it. By we, I do mean the Falcons. I'm sorry I did that thing. Anyway, <laughs> looks like we're going to get it. And then, in like the fourth fucking quarter... We had a 28-3 lead. We had a 28-3. It was 28-3. And they came up and fucking killed us. Absolutely murdered us. Dead. Fucking dead. We were dead. I'm dead. And now the ball that Matt Ryan, who was the quarterback for the Falcons at the time, picks for his Hall of Fame ball. They all have numbers. It's 283. Oh, no. Forever. His name. Forever. 28-3. the... Uh, football in Ace Ventura guy. That's yeah. upsetting. That's the only touch point I have yeah. to relate to this in any way. <laughs> it's Ace Ventura. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. My favorite part of this is that you have to edit. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. And then... I, did. I was like, I didn't hear any of that, but I can tell you I yeah. hated every bit of that story. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. I had people at my house. Someone said it looks like we're going to win and then that's when things started it was going bad. That person's fault. Yeah. That person did it. Name <laughs> them so Tim can go after. They them. have not lived it down. <laughs> I don't know. Tim knows who it is. We all we all we all I don't know about we all. Like there was a point <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. Whatever. We're moving on. Let's do a horse quiz. <laughs> He's so mad. He's so steaming mad. This is now the sports cast. No, We're sports that. girls. <laughs> sports girls. Sports girls. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's do a horse quiz. Let's try and do something. Oh, right. Else. Yes, I do that. <laughs> oh, man. All righty. Are you ready? You know. Mm-hmm. I say as they as both, both take, take a sip. Giant drinks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Doug. Anyway, horse number one was an American thoroughbred racehorse and leading three year old in 1973 who was overshadowed by his more famous peer, Secretariat. We already did Seattle's flu, right? Mm, yes. Oh, okay. Was that the same time, Maris? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Is remember. this like War Emblem? Like one of the war. No. Babies. Mm. No. I should know this. I've seen so many movies and read so many books. Yeah. It's like Adam Levine all over. (laughs) (laughs) No. I don't think it is. I think it's entirely different. Slightly different. Maybe entirely different. Okay. Yeah. Let me have another clue. This horse was a dark bay, almost black in color, and raced in the green and yellow silks of his owners, Sigmund and Viola Summer, with matching blinkers. I can feel so many people screaming at me right now. Like, so many. (laughs) This one in particular. Literally, I am on a Zoom call with the only two people that I know might possibly know this, so I don't think anybody's screaming at me right now. A Disney movie just came out recently. Like, anybody who's seen that Disney movie recently, like, six or seven years ago, but recently for me, and, like, anyone who's seen that movie is screaming at us right now. Was this, like, was this the... Because of a Disney movie? because it, like... (laughs) About Yeah, because everybody got super into... Everybody got super into it. Was this the other, the horse that was bought, like, there was two foals? 
can we can we watch one of these horse movies? It's I've never seen a horse movie. No, like, what? I don't know. Yeah. Not even the one with Spider Man? No, I have never seen Sea Biscuit. I like everything I know about Sea Biscuit I've caught from like just from pop culture references. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got to watch a horse movie. There's also yeah. uh, Racing Stripes with Frankie Muniz voicing the zebra that races mm-hmm. in a race. I love that movie. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. I'm just going to start suggesting movies you can watch instead of yeah. trying to do this quiz. <laughs> so if Frankie Muniz voices a zebra, does he make the zebra noise that you were making last week? He does. Yeah. Not, not him. They they have the real zebra noise in the movie okay. Yeah, that he makes. Okay, what's another clue? This was a large horse at 16 two hands high. And he also had a very large heart, which is about twice the size of an average horse's. And they discovered it during his necropsy following his death. I literally was just reading up on this line the other day because somebody just bought a horse with this fucking bloodline. God damn it. Is it the Pepto Boonsmall line? No, it's thoroughbred. It's not like Native Dancer or Northern Dancer. That's way too far back. What the fuck is that? I mean, you know, it's not like Man of War related. I'm in a rage right now. I literally <laughs> just read this like three days ago. What the fuck is wrong with me? Snowball. <laughs> Wasn't that also the cat from Austin Powers? I don't remember the cat's name from Austin Powers. It could have been Snowball. What a great fact for me to be able to remember right now. (laughs) (laughs) No. You got any more clues, Jenna? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. This horse ripped out two teeth on the starting gate at the 1973 Kentucky Derby. Oh. Although they were bleeding from the start, this horse finished second behind Secretariat. Poor guy. How do you rip out two teeth? Who came away with a two and a half lengths lead. How do you rip out two teeth on the starting gate? Bite it. Uh Oh, so like not as taking off. No, he he probably had something in his mouth and the gate opened. Oh, okay. Okay. No, that makes sense. No, I don't know. Yeah, my brain's giving me nothing except Austin Powers cats. So do you guys want to go to Google? Yes. I guess. Okay. <sighs> Ow. I mean, second behind Secretariat and 73 Derby is the the big one. Yeah. All right, I am ready. I am Tim, ready. are you ready? I am ready. And go. Sham? Yes. That would never, never, never would have come to my mind. Not once. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that horse. Should have watched that Disney movie. God damn it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna now. <laughs> Tim, did I send you the William Eilish video earlier? No, you know, you did not send me the William <laughs> Eilish video. This isn't a side, but Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. Is how she cried in her photo shoot for whatever photo shoot she was doing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. One of us. <laughs> one of us. Alrighty. Um. Horse number two is a retired champion Australian thoroughbred racehorse from Westminster. Uh, I. 
No. <laughs> Retired champion thoroughbred. We already did the Zandaya horse. Zanyata, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. Oh, shit. But did we do that horse or did you guys just guess Zendaya? There's no, oh, no way to I know. Just, I just guessed Zendaya. And yeah. that was the one that Alex yelled at me before I could even finish the joke. Because <laughs> I was like, no, it's like Zenyatta. You yes. can feel him yes. yeah. saying it. Yeah, I knew where he was going to go with it. <laughs> Is it Zenyatta? I think so. No. Oh, oh. okay. No. no. But it starts with Z, so something like that. It starts with a what? You know. What? <laughs> <laughs> When did we say that it starts with a Z? I I just said it. Okay. Not this okay. horse, right. the one, the Zendaya oh, horse right. that we're right. talking right. about. Cool, 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 Not- cool, 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 cool. I was like, Alex out here trying to fucking mislead you, Tim. No. You better watch it. <laughs> Between May 2015 and her retirement in April 2019, she won 33 consecutive races, including 28 Group 1s, which is a world record. American Pharaoh. No. Damn it. At distances ranging from 1,300 meters to 2,200 meters. How'd you think that was going to end, Tim? I I don't know. I I honestly had a moment when she stared at me, and I was like, I got it. I finally got the American Pharaoh one, and then I realized it was was a hate look. It wasn't a happy look. I wouldn't call it hate. I wouldn't call it happy either. <laughs> yeah. So this this is a very recent horse. That was what caught me. Yes. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be another Google one. Yeah, it might be because I can't think <laughs> of a single recent horse name now. And I yeah. know I oh, hear no. these. I know I hear these every year. Like I hear these horse names every year, especially around Kentucky Derby, especially yeah. around the triple, triple Crown. They they go through all of them, and I'm like, mm, all right, and then it just falls right out. Right out. But this is like Australia ones, so like they're Yeah. I don't I don't hear these ones quite as often. Okay, let me have a let me have another clue. Well now I'm just trying to move around and find ones that might I don't know. In twenty seventeen she was inducted into the Australian Racing Hall of Fame, only the third horse to earn this earner. This earner only the third horse to earn this honor while still in training. Over her career, she earned more than twenty-six million Australian dollars. <laughs> earned. I hope. I hope for my career, I can do turners. Turners, sharks, marion, dirters, It was when you said career. That's that's what got me. Career. <laughs> earned. Earners earned a career. Over her career, she earned more. <laughs> Didn't turn to search more in Australian I wonder if they gave him whippings. Women they whippings. They probably got women whippings for the women post. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> okay. I'm going to start crying again. I can't do this. Okay, what's is that all of our clues, or do we have another clue? Oh, I have a lot, but oh, okay. I don't think you guys are gonna. No, nope. okay, no. Nope. <laughs> oh huh. shit. Okay. 
All right, are we going? Are Wait. we going to Google? I can't open my phone. Oh, no. Okay, hang on. Oh, God. All right. All right. <laughs> women, women. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Are you both ready? Yes. Okay, and go. Daryl Braithwaite. Braithwaite? No. No. Oh, no. That's... No, this is not. This is not it. Here we go. <laughs> Clearly, oh I said no. Yeah. This black caviar? Nope. Archer. No, nope. Archer, nope. we've no, already you done. You can't just like, go down the list of famous horses. <laughs> That's not it. Winks? Hey, there we go. Goes. There we go. You can go the opposite direction up the list of famous horses. <laughs> no, I did a 2017 Australian Hall of Fame. Nice. Yeah, that's how I... And I didn't... Yeah. I just looked at the first horse. I didn't look at the date until after I'd already said Archer. I was like, well, that's mm -mm. 1861. That's not even close. Mm. That one I knew because Archer's oh. been in the quiz before. Yeah. Yeah. Done did it. Done, done did done it. Done did do it. We done did do that, yep. though. Mm-hmm. Quit looking at horses, Tim. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Put it away. Right. Come on, you right. cheater. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. I was like, learn them all. Learn, learn all, them all the quick before the next question. Are you ready? Yes. I don't think so. For this so. last one? I really hope you are. I Alex, I, th I think you're going to get it. Oh, God. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm so. I'm but never. I, I think you're gonna get it. I don't think so. Horse number three was a third. This horse only died this year in April. By the way, it's very sad. But just let you know, black caviar. It happened this year. No. <laughs> Horse number three was a thoroughbred racehorse, a bay gelding who is notable for being winless in 100 races. <laughs> My guy. Yeah, <laughs> don't get it. Don't don't get shit. Winless in one hundred races. That's mm -hmm. that's the record I could keep up with. I mean, yeah, set that bar real set low. Set that bar on the I floor. Like Why did they keep going? I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. Never heard a horse <sighs> name without because they won something after. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't. I don't mm -mm. <laughs> They're like, hey, somebody needs to bring up the back of the pack, and yeah, we've got just the guy to do it. Is it Bean? No, that would be cute if it were. <laughs> this is gonna make it even worse. Is okay, it bean, okay, Bean Dip. What did you just say? Bean Dip. No. Oh. Okay. What if it I were? You said something else. What? What could you possibly have thought that I said? Okay. I thought that there was another word before bean dip I'll, that you said. Cheesy bean dip. I know. Av avocado no. bean dip. Like, no. What okay. Of anyway. Damn it. Um, you, it's fine. Anyway, this horse's pedigree includes many famous horses such as Ben Brush, Buck Passer, Basanda, Bold Ruler, Count Fleet, Man of War, Man, Mano, Man of War, sorry about the F there, um, Nasrula, native dancer, northern dancer, roundtable tomfool, war admiral, and the greatest blue hen broodmare of the 20th century, Latrean. All of those. All of those are in the same family. 
as this horse that did not win 100 races. <laughs> I love this horse. I do too. That's a tough family reunion Bandito. for this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just show up to like all of your cousins and whatever. Oh, you guys had such great lives. But yeah. <laughs> how did I fuck that up? What happened to me? What, uh, you know I'm 100% hung up on what word could have possibly come before bean dip. That would have been. Is it a boss <sighs> joke? Is it a boss joke that I know? No. Moosh. Moosh. No, no I'm going to say horse bean dip. No. Oh no, no! Tim still hasn't asked us about horse beans. Well, oh, we can't do damn it! Damn it! That was supposed to be my turn. <laughs> You're too late. I'm writing myself a note. Buck bean. Uh, That's what I would name a horse that looked like Buckbeak, <laughs> but was a failure. Re- yeah, refried beans. No lima beans. All right. This horse was owned and trained by Felix Monster at, at, at Capitar Farm in New York. Tom Gilcoin, a retired historian for the National Museum of Racing and Hall of Fame in Saratoga Springs, New York, said that this horse hasn't done anything to harm the sport, but it's a little bit like looking at the recorded performances of all horse races through the wrong end of the telescope. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what no. a dog. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> How do we make this horse the official mascot of this podcast? Well, he's dead now. Yeah, it so. does. hey, hey, he can still be a mascot though. <laughs> That's true. Velveeta? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go to Google. Oh no, yeah, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you Google. guys should absolutely read about this. I gotta tell you this last one. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Felix Monserrat, who had boarded this horse, acquired him. In 1995, in a trade for a 1988 Ford truck. Oh. <laughs> He's the perfect horse. Yeah. He's the perfect horse. I do love that they had to, like, um, specify that this horse was not always cooperative at races. And I'm like, oh, really? No <laughs> way. <you> sure? <laughs> no way. <laughs> he huh. lost 100 of them, and he didn't think by, like, 87, like, maybe I don't want to be here. <laughs> According to his owner, this horse is mean and he's been been mean all his life. And I'm like, oh, oh no. And you tried to race that? I love him. Come on. I love this horse. Yep. yep. All right. Are you ready? I'm yes. ready. And go. Zippy Chippy? Yeah. Aww. Chip. Zippy Chippy. That's okay. I get it now. Uh, but one of family's heart. Is it our family? <laughs> yes, now it is. God. My Google oh my search God. betrayed me and launched my search halfway through typing. This horse was known to bite people and pick people up by their collars and not let them down. And I'm just like, he's so perfect. He's beautiful. <laughs> I fucking, I love a horse that's not going to listen to anyone's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So There's good. a kid's book about Zippy Chippy. What? There is? Yeah. We need it. Yeah, the tr- when are we the reading The true it? story of Zippy Chippy, the little horse that couldn't, is literally what it says. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. There is another book that says The Legend of Zippy yeah, Chippy. Yeah, I just Life got to that one. From Horse Racing's Most Lovable Loser. 
Can I read the Can I read the quote that's in this article about the legend of Zippy Chippy? Sure. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can be a winner, Zippy's trainer would say. He want to run. He always ready to go, but he don't always go, go too good. <laughs> oh my God. It's me. You're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't always go too good. Don't go too good. You got to look at pictures of this horse because it just like looks grump. Yeah. He's just not happy to uh, be there. I love him. This is the perfect horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a picture of him like getting ready for the race and his eyes are really wide like, oh, God. <laughs> this again? Why are you doing this? Why? Do- is this a joke to you? <laughs> they raced him against a harness horse? To what end? <laughs> like, why? Okay, in a couple of pictures, it looks like he has really kick-ass mutton chops. Yeah. Now we're just going to all sit silently on <laughs> <Yeah>. Google <laughs> for the rest of the podcast and... Look at this horse, this magnificent bastard. Um, so you guys can join in. Yeah, just like Google this. This is great. You know what other horses we could look at? Huh. The horses in our barn, Alex. Oh, you mean like Ooh. the metal ones? Yeah, those. I'm just gonna do my best. Okay. All right. It's not just good. do your best. Much like Zippy Chippy, I I'm not gonna do this well, but I am gonna do it. <laughs> all right welcome to our metal barn let me tell you all about our founding horses moose john mcgraw big thick martingale and beta ray philly those are our horses they rule the barn they probably don't they're probably somewhere in the middle of the herd it doesn't matter let's talk about hot lava spaghettios from nate thanks nate what a beautiful appaloosa you have there what about Iron Meriden from Philip D. Keating? Look at him in his little shot glass. What a great guy. What about Dale Donuts Third? Thanks, Steve. He's a very well-read horse. Look at all those books that he is standing in front of majestically. What about the Terminator from Corey? <laughs> this horse is spooktacular next to his skull. Now we've gone a different accent. Ah. And what about <laughs> Dimebag from Matt? Thanks so much. Look at him reading this book on Satan. I love it. No, wait, the devil. I didn't read the book. I just looked at the pictures and there's only one. <laughs> and then there's Silver Flame, right? Did I get it? Did I, I yeah. It. There's no picture, so I have to imagine Silver Flame is summoning a demon. <laughs> oh. It's the only logical leap. I I can only handle so many demons. Oh, summoning a demon outside of your house <laughs> in a different place. <laughs> Thank you, Sogart. I'm sorry, Sogart. Your horse summoned a demon, and it took away everything that I've ever known. <laughs> and Ronnie. Who is stealing a jaw? And I've suddenly realized this is a serious attack on Moose Jaw McGraw. <laughs> God damn you. God damn you, Scott. Is that that's all the horses in the barn, right? Because now we just have our little guys. And we just got our yeah. little guys. Our little fellers. Our, our little, little our little dudes. Our little fellers out in the paddocks. Yeah. Okay. I've got Gerard Nay down. We all know that. Yeah. From Casey. Obviously. I'm going to need a refresher on this next horse's name because I know all the words. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm so scared to say them wrong. This is me. This is me. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, get it. 
Mr. Noodles, pony, Mr. Noodles. No, that's terrible. That's terrible. No, it's no, it's not. It's so not wonderful. Mr. Mr. Noodles, pony, Mr. Noodles. No, it's. I don't know. I got to work on it. I hate all of them. They're all garbage. Throw them in the trash. Oh my god, Tim, Tim, fuck off. Anyway, that was amazing. I don't know. I'll work on it. We're good. We'll get there. <laughs> the longer you were going, the more it was coming out like that. Oh, no. So good. So good. I have an idea for the photo for Songheart's uh, horse. I just haven't been around the thing that I need in order to do that photo. So yeah, demons are soon coming soon. No, I'm going to write them down this time. Don't you worry. Next podcast, I'm going to have it together <laughs> for this specific this one. This isn't an overarching promise. This is specific. Mm. And with that, uh. Horrific lie. Uh, that's going to bring our podcast to an end, similarly to the way that Sugarfoot ended Cobalt. <gasps> yeah. Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. And if you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's favorite search engine to search for one thing. That is Horse Girls merch. Want to take our relationship to the next level? Where I will start writing down names and things and so on. Yeah, that's right. Go to singlethoughtconnection.com. T-H-O-T. That's right. Sex sells. Memory doesn't. I don't need to know any of this. Join our barn. <laughs> if you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. If you like D&D, check out the Botched Podcast and Dungeons and Draken Beams. And if you just like straight animals, just check out Animorphs Anonymous. But if you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L. I have written so many letters to the dictionary that they need to stop leading you astray by keeping that second L in the dictionary. They said they get back to me. I'll keep you updated. If you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, he's voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And again, for the people in the back who don't listen to this section of the podcast and ask me this week in the DNDB Discord, that is Tunnels, The Way We Haunt Now, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. Thank you. All of those. Go listen to them now so I don't have to yell at you later. I'll just yell at you once, and that's the now times. Great. Thanks. Thanks for streamlining our outro. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, that's because it is. And it was created by Casey D, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for the low, low price of free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. Nerds. <laughs>